Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, it's not for everyone, but when a pet dies, some will turn to a taxidermist to have it preserved. But the results from that can be mixed, and some taxidermists even refuse such work. But there is an alternative freeze drying. Chuck Rupert is the owner of Second Life Freeze Dry in Pennsylvania. Chuck, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chuck. Hello, you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear, Chuck. Could you could you okay. de- uh, could you describe for us the uh, the process, Chuck, of how this works? Well, it's uh, it is a form of taxidermy, kind of like you mentioned, but but much different in the sense that the animal doesn't need to be taken apart completely and put on a form, as in traditional taxidermy. So, in this instance, the only thing that needs removed are major organs. Um, they won't dry well if left in the body. Um, that body cavity is, you know, has a filler installed, and then everything else that is the pet stays. So facial features, characteristics, muscle structure, all of that. Um, animal gets prepped and posed in a position, you know, with discussion of the owner, um, and then the animal is put into the dryer, which is just a matter of vacuum and very low temperature. So over a long period of time, uh, moisture is extracted from the tissue, and that's what preserves it. And when you say a long period of time, how long? Well, stand, let's call it a 10 or 12-pound dog or a cat would be in the dryer for four to five months. Right, that's quite, that's quite a long time. So these dryers must, yeah. be, uh, must be quite large. Well, yep, there are, there are different models for how it can be done. I run big general purpose dryers, so it's a very large vessel. It needs to be a cylinder because it's under vacuum. Um, my large machine is 36 by 84. That's in inches. Um, the other one is 24 by 52. So at any one time, I've got 20 to 25 animals in process. Okay. And is it that, you you know, you, you're... You, you, you kind of know from experience probably how long they have to be there in that, but you know, every morning do you go in and check and see, are they done yet? No, it, you can't over dry something. Um, so there, I mean, there are again, a number of ways to run the process. You, you could in fact, maybe every week shut a machine down, pull an animal out and weigh them and record that weight. And if you did that every week, at which point they stopped losing weight. Now all the moisture is out and you should be good to go. Um, the problem for me with that is I lose time shutting the machine down, getting it restarted. So it makes more sense for me to to know that I've got a number of things that should be ready to go next week. I'll shut a machine down, take those out, and now I've got another batch that's prepped that's in the standard freezer ready to go in and fill those spots. So at any one time, I have a cycle, a six to eight-week cycle of batches, and again, some of those were probably ready to go two or three weeks prior, but there's no harm in leaving them in there. Yeah. So, and the drying process doesn't affect their fur. No, it doesn't affect the fur at all. The the hide becomes rigid, so it's you know it's not supple in that regard. But the fur, the hair, all of that feels just the same as always. And when you say that, like at the start of this process, you've you've put the animal into a pose. How, how do you go about doing that? Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're flaccid once you thaw them out. They come to me frozen, um, and then they're, they're flaccid. So I get them cleaned up, you know, washed up, body cavity filled, sewn back up, 
and then it's just a matter of you know wires and props et cetera to to hold them in position and then they go they go into a walk in freezer where I can kind of babysit them for a couple of hours here and there as they're getting set, and I can adjust things accordingly once they're frozen back into position that's how they're going to stay in the dryer when uh, do the eyes survive this process? Well, the eyes survive the process, but not i mean the eyes are mostly water tissue, so they're going to dry up so the eye is replaced with with a concave convex glass eye if they're closed it's to hold the space if they're open it's to actually be the eye okay and you I, and most of your, your your customers i assume would be from various parts of the united states most of them yeah i get um, quite a handful from canada because that's not a, a long trek mm. um i've had inquiries from ireland have not had any animals from there it's a pretty pretty laborious process yeah. Uh, to get something from overseas. I have had a, a cat from Singapore, a dog from Hong Kong. Um, it can be done, um, but it's both costly and pretty arduous. Yes, I would imagine so. And your customers, is their intention that after the process is finished that they're going to bring this preserved pet home and leave it in their home? Or, or maybe are they going to have some sort of funeral process at the end of this? Oh, no, most most normally it's simply going to be in their home somewhere. I mean, in its bed in the corner or moved from on the bed in the day to here at night. Or I've got a lady in uh, Georgia that, you know, sends me a picture. She has two cats I've done for her, you know, sleeping curled up and they're in her china closet. Huh. The, 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 uh, the inner organs that you remove, do people ever ask for those as well? Yep, in, in various modes sometimes you know just they they would keep them maybe bury them and plant a tree or something of the sort um they can they will dry outside of the body um so some some people just can't beget the animal not being whole so i can take them out run them through a cycle in the dryer and then put them back in at final prep time which adds both time and cost to the process but can be done yeah so, because I mean, I did read that you had one customer who who had a cat uh, but wanted the cat uh, the cat's heart. The heart. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not. Uh, I mean, that's. I wouldn't call it frequent, but not uncommon that somebody wants just the heart freeze dried to save. And then, what would they do with the heart? I can't tell you for sure. I guess they, <laughs> it's a, it's a desk, desk ornament, I guess. I do not know. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, because it's, because I don't know, because, it, 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 and you know, if you walked into somebody's house and you saw a cat sleeping in, in, in the corner, you go, oh, there's a cat sleeping in the corner. And then the person says, oh, no, that's, you know, that's, right. That's dead, actually. Uh, it's been freeze dried. You kind of get a little bit of a, a, you know, you might think, some people might think that was creepy. Oh yeah, no. There's uh, a lot of people do. I find that it's uh, it's a fairly black or white issue. There isn't any any much gray area. People either think it's the greatest thing that ever happened, or you are absolutely nuts. Yes, and the, and your customers because you know obviously they're bereft because they've lost a pet, um, right? That 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 they've lost. So are you, are you, I suppose, you are providing them with some comfort. Are they very relieved at the end of the process to get them back? Yep, yep. I definitely find that that, uh, like I said, no black and and or it is black and white, no gray. That if somebody is in on the front side, where hey, this is what I want to do, 
I've never had anybody on the backside disappointed that they did it. They've always mm. been thrilled and somehow for some whatever reason that brings them comfort. Yeah. So is it mostly dogs, cats? What other kind of creatures? Uh, primarily dogs and cats. Um, but I've had a whole litany of critters. I get uh, guinea pigs on a, a you know reasonable basis, uh, ferrets, a couple of hedgehogs, a uh, hamster, oh trying to think of some odd ones yeah but yeah various various critters yeah uh, that's interesting now because we just did an item a, a while ago about restaurants in in lima and uh, there you can <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you can eat a guinea pig yes <laughs> i didn't want to put that into your mind the next time you're actually freeze-drying a guinea pig uh chuck thank yeah, you no, no. <laughs> thanks for thanks very much for uh speaking with us today that was chuck rupert there owner of second life freeze-dry Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.